Hello and welcome to Blunt Force Healing. It's day 204. So, the episode 204. And we are going to talk about today's post on my blog, which is When Your Family Doubts You. Why did I choose that particular title for the for today's post and podcast episode is because I think many people can relate to family being a very controversial and divisive topic in general. So in many cultures, I would say probably in most cultures, family is a sacred thing. And don't get me wrong, I understand it. We are raised by our, by our parents in most cases, obviously, if we exclude some pathology or, I would say, out of standard um, statistical family uh, situation, then we know that our parents are obviously the ones that raised us, made sure that we are fed, we have shelter, we have education in most cases, and we have a great start in life. So it's quite, um, I would say, normal to appreciate what they've done and try to reciprocate um, these things while we grow up and become an adult and start our families possibly and then when our parents are getting older we take care of them well some people do some people don't and i don't think that either is good or bad there are people that feel like they have to or feel like they want to take care of their parents in older days some people don't and I would say that's probably something that gets a lot of critique, but I have my own opinion around that as well. In my case, I obviously love my parents. I appreciate what they've done in my life and with all the flaws and pros and cons in how they raised me and in what environment they raised me and who I am now is obviously a huge influence of them, especially at the beginning. Obviously when I was when I became an adult and started thinking a little bit outside of the box or at the edge of the box, questioning the traditions and normality of the ways I was raised, not only by my parents, but the, the schools that I was attending and the community, be it close, like uncles and aunts and grandparents, as far as other people involved in my early days and my youth and how they perceived things, how they probably influenced my parents and myself, etc. So these things are a long and very 
uh, interesting topic to discuss. So, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love my parents. I really appreciate them. And we spend uh, time together whenever we can. Although, obviously, we there is a, quite a distance between us. They live in Poland. I live in Ireland. And we visit Poland probably once in one and a half, two years. So, it's not... It's not too often to get tired of each other, but also it's we don't uh, we try to not make it too long because then obviously we miss on times to spend with them, especially that they're definitely getting older. But I digress now. the The whole topic is about that very often we try to pursue or want to do things in our lives that are considered by the community standards or by the general public risky or dangerous or simply crazy. And very often when we announce that to our family members, they become an obstacle, let's be clear. And not in a bad way, an obstacle, although they are blocking us from doing something which we don't know what the outcome will be. But they become an obstacle for genuine reasons. They care about us, they worry about us, and they don't want us to be harmed in any way, be it mentally or physically. So when they see something or they hear about something that they never pursued and it is beyond normal in their perception of life, then obviously they will do their best to make us resign or steer away from that pursuit. The problem with that is that while many pursuits might be actually risky and dangerous, and probably are, very often they are some form of a gate or route to success or some progress. So in one way, they make sure to keep us safe and to be in a good place. But at the same time, they cause us very often to not go to any good place or a better place to be and grow. This is the, I would say, controversial topic and a bit divisive uh, in, in many discussions. And these are obviously big things. And I'm definitely one to blame as well, because I am easily influenced by my family in those situations, albeit they're smaller scale situations. Like, for example, if I want to work on something that might grow my online presence, 
expand my opportunities for the business and grow more and bring an improvement and benefits to our life. They obviously want to spend time with me and very often they will just say things like, don't do that today, you can do it tomorrow, spend time with us, let's sit down and watch something or let's talk about stuff. And I very often agree with them. So I don't do those things that I'm sure are necessary if I want to progress. And if I don't do them, I'm almost sure I will not progress. And of course, it's an easy excuse for me on one side, because I want to spend the time with my family, and I really do. So this is a very difficult situation. On one side, I'm spending time with them. We have a great time, great memories. And this is very important. On the other side, I'm not doing something that might enable me in near future to spend even more time with them. Make it easier, more accessible and open a lot of other opportunities for them and to spend that time in more exciting ways or the ways that we dreamed about. So in one way, I do good because I spend time with them and I love it. On the other side, I feel strange and deep guilt for not doing the other thing. And it's hard to sacrifice those times with family because I know that we take things for granted and we don't know how much life we have left. So I stay in that comfort zone because every minute, hour, day, or week spent with them is something precious to me. But at the same time, obviously, there is a dark side of it. Our life will not improve. Our dreams will stay dreams if I don't sacrifice certain things. And it is a very deep guilt that piles up over time. And it might turn into very serious mental struggle. I recognize it. It doesn't mean that I'm free from potential impact of it. No, it's far from that. But at least I recognize it and I know about it. Some people don't. And the stress related to it might destroy them. So they do disservice to themselves and the family. I would say in a double the way that it is done in theory. So not only they are not improving on life, but they are causing themselves 
mental harm that may cause them to snap or cause them some stress-related sickness because stress is debalancing our body and is a cause of many diseases, illnesses, conditions, very often lethal. So we are in the very difficult situation. On one side, we don't know how much time we have left, so we want to spend every minute with our family. But on the other side, if we spend that time on something else that will improve our lives, health, etc., we are on the next level and we might be able to spend even more time and in, in, with more excitement in the short term or in the short future. I would say, not not distant future. But we don't know if we will live by them. So that's what causes us to fall back to the the option where we kind of procrastinate. There is a there is a word for it, and it's not procrastination. Um, it's called acrasia. And acrasia is exactly that. When we know that we should be doing things that will improve our lives for sure, or at least in the very likely will improve our lives, but we do something else. That's different from procrastination. Procrastination is just killing time, putting away things that could be done, but we do something else because it's it causes our more pleasure. I believe that's the difference between acrasia and procrastination. You can search it up uh, in the internet. The acrasia is a-C-R-A-S-I-A, acrasia, and procrastination, you already know. But we, we put all of these things into one bucket with procrastination, but there is a significant difference between those two. So I really recommend looking up acrasia and reading about it. Because that, that difference is very important. Now back to today, because today was a very interesting day that we spent on the road a little bit and we did some form of walk slash hike alongside the Atlantic shore. And it kind of relates to that family doubt thing. So very often when we drive somewhere or we go to any destination that I suggest, there is a certain amount, and it's usually, a, a, I would say, a huge amount of doubt if the trip will be worth it. And that doubt comes from my wife and my son. While my son is more explorative and Julian really likes the engaging hikes and en engaging explorations like those that involve climbing on the rocks or going through moody and difficult areas, he definitely enjoys that. But he doesn't have a guarantee that, doesn't have that guarantee when he goes there, then he's really against any trips like that and if we go together with my wife 
then my wife doesn't like those kind of explorations where it's very challenging from the point of uh, awkward and muddy areas, wet and difficult points where she's not prepared to, when there is a huge possibility of rain and wind and cold, etc. So she very much likes the trails that are predictable and she knows what the goal is, be it a loop that we walk or some destination that we walk to, to see something and then come back. And she likes to know the length that the road or the trail is fairly dry or uh, accessible for regular person. And it might be slightly challenging. It might be rocky, but what she doesn't like is slippery and wild, I would say, routes. So I always need to think about that when we go for family trips. And today I found or I chose one particular location. I picked Magari, which is a small village on the west coast of Ireland, not far from Dunglo in County Donegal. And I was interested in particular in the simple loop that we could do alongside the beach of Magari and the cliff uh, shore or cliffs towards one scenic point with rock arches and quite beautiful area of raw ocean creations like the rocks, rock arches, the holes in the rocks, whatever you call them. It looked amazing on the pictures that people took there and the loop itself was about four, four and a half kilometers. So it was definitely below the mark that we usually do. So it was within the easy reach. And despite the weather being predicted as bad in Donegal town, where we live, I checked the Met Iron, which is Meteorological Institute's website, and the precipitation was expected in a very small patches across uh, scarce areas in, in Donegal County. But in general, the weather was supposed to be cloudy, but without drizzle or rain in most areas. So I decided that this is a good point to drive in. It was about one hour and we got there within an hour and 15 minutes, I would say probably, or maybe hour and 20 minutes because we rerouted in the middle. So that added up a couple of minutes. At the beginning, when we got out from the car, well, before we actually got out of the car, it was, it started raining. So our way towards Magari was quite sunny with a bit of clouds and not much rain. Once we arrived, there was a huge, massive cloud that passed over us 
including rain and hail but it was short and we were off to destination i would say that was to take us about two two kilometers up the road towards the cliffs and i didn't know what to expect exactly except the actual cliffs that i wanted to see but how do we get to those cliffs from the road that was a big question mark and that's what my wife doesn't like and what julian doesn't like if i don't have a plan and they don't know they usually have huge expectations or they have expectations and that's what differs between them and myself i go to the hikes and different trips without expectations so anything that i found on the way or anything exciting that happens is a bonus for me i like the process however cliche it sounds i like walking hiking climbing even though the areas might be dull and not very attractive i just love being out there and doing things so I heard about that a lot of moaning in the beginning uh, because there was a slight drizzle uh, from time to time. Uh, the sun was hiding behind the clouds, so it wasn't ideal. Even the beaches around Magari were, despite being quite beautiful stretches of sand, they looked grayish because of the cloud coverage and no sun for for quite a long time before we reached the higher ground eventually the sun came up it brought a lot of vivid colors around the greens become became a, a real vivid and warm greens the water in the ocean was beautiful uh, with patches of the azure and dark blue and the green water and the different islands and higher grounds in the area on the on the horizon so the day became beautiful and i immediately saw the mood of julian and ella to lift and they were much more motivated to go further. When we reached the point and started going down the cliff, that's where the shift in mindset started for them. Because we saw this big triangular arc in the middle of the ocean and a lot of rocks different different sizes and amazing i would say cliffs around and what was the best part was i wasn't expecting that we can easily get down there but there was actually quite steep and grassy slippery roots about halfway and then it seems like some climbers or other hikers left and mounted a rope to make it easier to get down the rocks. 
which was quite steep and a bit uh, dangerous but with the rope it was definitely a, a great help to secure yourself and we went down there and this in itself was uh, a huge attraction for Julian and Elizabeth. Their mood brightened and they were so happy to be down there. They even took their shoes and started walking over the, you know, uh, smooth rocks and pebbles that were out there because it was, uh, it, it was very nice to touch. And we spent a, a, a great time there. And I explored even further and found uh, very big, like the massive part of the land that still was standing like a bridge, uh, like a broken bridge in into the ocean, but below it, the rocks were washed away into two massive arcs, which are on the picture in the blog. So if you want to check it, you're interested there is a couple of pictures there that i left on the blog to see for people to see how beautiful this place is so the day was great and as you can see the the initial doubts and the fact that they thought the the trip will be boring and their review afterwards when they said well ella was a bit more reluctant to admit that she she loved it but julian said that he thought that it will be the most boring day of his life but it was one of the greatest that he had ever which was very reassuring that i did the right thing to bring them there and leave that last attraction uh, to top it up so overall great place I want to go back there and explore more but yeah it kind of proves the point sometimes you need to push through and beyond the doubts of others especially family and take those risks explore and expect nothing but the more you explore your chances increase that you will find and discover amazing things. And that's what I want to leave you with by wrapping up this episode, which is 27 minutes already. If you're still with me, thank you very much for listening. That's a lot of time to spend listening to some stranger over the podcast talking about his day so i really appreciate you being here and listening to that long episode and i hope you enjoyed it i recommend going to the blog and reading it i'm posting every day and i will be recording every day as i do now so stay tuned have a great day night or evening or afternoon, regardless of where you are. Have a great time and thank you for being here and talk to you tomorrow.